In the name of Jesus, amen. It was very good. For six days, God was bringing the universe into being, each day a deeper unfolding of wonders, light and darkness, sea and land and plants, sun, moon, and stars, birds, fish, and animals. And it was all good. But now, on the sixth day, something different happened. God made man. He created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And behold, it was not just good. It was very good. And very good not just because his work was done, but because it was completed. Because the creation of man in the image of God fulfilled the purpose of everything which he had made. That's what the scriptures tell us. And yet, by all appearances, it's not what happened. You know how the story goes. You know what happens next as we get to Genesis chapter 3. Adam did not show forth the image of God. He did not live like God. Instead, he turned away from God, corrupting the image and departing from the likeness. Far from fulfilling the purpose of everything that God had made, Adam brought a curse upon the whole of creation. Sin entered the world, and death through sin. It was not good. It was certainly not very good. And so, for centuries, for millennia, this mystery remained hidden. From Adam to Noah to Abraham to David, God's goodness is clearly shown in the Scriptures. But man's goodness? Not so much. Even those heroes of faith that I just mentioned well, they have a long and shameful record of sins. If you are looking for proof that the creation of man is very good, you won't find it in their stories. And yet, again, something changes. The mystery of the goodness, the very goodness of man is revealed. You heard it described in our reading from Luke chapter 3. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. And here, here we finally see what is good, what is very good. Here we see, in fact, the man who is very good. Jesus of Nazareth, the beloved Son of God with whom God is well pleased. Here we see the one who is himself the very image of God. In this evening prayer service after the readings, just before the sermon started, we responded to those readings with the opening words of the letter to the Hebrews. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. And if we kept on reading, immediately after those words we would read, whom he has appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He, Jesus, is the radiance of the glory of God in the exact image of his nature. When God created Adam and Eve and saw that it was very good, he did not see them alone. He saw them in Christ even as he sees you in Christ. 
Your goodness does not come from you by yourself, nor was it ever meant to be so. God created you. God created man in the image and after the likeness of Jesus. He created you to be in Christ. And that is, was, and always shall be very good. And that's why then, after recounting Jesus' baptism, St. Luke immediately launched into that long, long list of names. Jesus, when he began his ministry, was about 30 years of age, being the son as was supposed of Joseph, the son of David, the son of Abraham, the son of Noah, the son of Adam, the son of God. Because now you see in Christ, the order of things goes in the other direction. Now it is not Genesis 3, but Luke 3, that determines the reality of creation. Man is not defined by Adam or Noah or Abraham or David or Joseph, but by Christ Jesus. The truth of the creation of man, the truth that it was very good, is found in Christ. And in Jesus' baptism, Joseph and David and Abraham and Noah and Adam and all the rest are made sons of God. In your baptism into Christ, into his death and resurrection, you are made sons of God, heirs of all things with Christ. And so as we come to the celebration of Christmas, the birth of Christ, you are truly coming to the celebration of your own birth, your own life that is in Christ. For in Jesus, all is very good. And yes, that includes even you. Do not judge yourself or your life according to yourself, but according to Christ. In him, you are what you were created to be. Jesus' birth and death and resurrection are the realities that determine the whole of creation from beginning to end, because Christ himself is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, the one through whom all things are. There is nothing in all creation that is not subject to him, there is nothing in all the history of the world or even in your own little history that is not overcome by the blood of Christ, nothing that is not healed by his wounds, just as there is also nothing that is yet to come, not even death itself, that is not overcome by the power of his resurrection. Jesus is Emmanuel, and that's not just a statement about Christmas, that is a statement of who God is and who you are in him. He is the God who is Emmanuel, the God with us. And that then tells you who you are. You are the one whom God is with. And in his birth, the mystery of the world is revealed that God has actually made all things very good because he himself is with us in Christ Jesus. And you are made in his image and you have been reborn in that image through your own baptism so that as Christ is with you, he has been and always will be. And so we see in him the salvation of the world and your salvation, your very being, as one made in the image and after the likeness of God. To him be all the glory forever and ever. Amen.